Hello, Dakota Territory. I'm Trent Loose. Welcome to the journey. The journey we call Dakota Trails and Tales. Jump on in the Loose Tales Midland Truck Wagon. Then and only then we will tool the region, the country, the globe. We will look at the news stories of the day. But at the end of the journey, it is going to be up to you by yourself to determine how if this information might actually affect us living. Living in a little piece of heaven. One thing I for sure learned last week while visiting a little piece of heaven is that Marty on Monday definitely needs to occur on Monday. Slacking to have Marty on Monday show up on Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever he well ever pleases, doesn't work. Marty on Monday, he's here today. Hi, Trent Lewis. This is <laughs> Bailey Beard, Marty's niece. <laughs> Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy Beard. You know Bailey. what? Bailey, Bailey Beard. Bailey Beard. Well, he sounded like Billy Joe. Sorry, Bailey. Yeah, I think you'd be a lot more educational and entertaining than Marty. Well, that's because she's closer to education than she's still in school, and I've been out for 30 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's still in school. Bailey, the, do you go to uh, Manning School? Yeah. That that guy on the school board sets up your curriculum. He determines whether you learn anything or not. Are you learning anything in school? Yeah. What would you learn today? Oh, tell me about fractions. Um, you have <laughs> you can multiply them, subtract them, add them, or hmm. literally anything. And you have to have the same um number on the bottom. If you don't, you have to multiply them on the bottom. Do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that sounds confusing. I, I, if I was teaching for fractions at that school, I would say this. The bigger the government gets, the smaller of a fraction of your income you get to keep. There's enough of fractions today, kids. Let's go sledding. <laughs> we were just getting somewhere, and you got to interrupt, Bailey. I was about to learn about a common denominator, and you got to go screwing up. Yeah, I could go into common denominators about the government too. All right, what's what's under the burr under your saddle about government now? Well, you know, I I've got my niece with here. We're going to do some some shoveling around the can. We're going to do some hard work, which mm -hmm. I don't think kids get enough of today. Which leads me into. You know, our ancestors came over here on, you know, m mostly ships, I would say. You know, I mean, maybe the oh, absolutely. And, and uh, so the hardships of just getting over here and just what little you could actually bring, you know, a steamer trunk and, and uh, you know, they didn't have very much. And then once they got here, they were they were uh, legally processed through Ellis Island. And um, and then they they struck out across this great country that they helped make and and they homesteaded, they endeared droughts, you know, they fought grasshoppers and put up with blizzards. You know, they lived in covered wagons. Some of them, if they didn't get here early enough on the prairie, lived and tipped their wagon over and lived underneath of it. You know, and and for what, you know? So this next generation can sit in their parents' basement and smoke pot and play video games? I just don't understand that. 
a lot of the a lot of the problems we're facing right now are the children that won't grow up. And I'm glad to say my nieces and nephews are good hard workers and uh, hope they continue down that path. But you know what? Uh, we're, we're in dire straits. And I think uh, I think that's the biggest part. Uh, pull your big boy pants up and get out there and do something. And a three word sentence, grow a pair. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sad fact of it is. And I know I know people that have kids living in their basement. Mm-hmm. that are older than th- their grandparents had homesteaded a place and started farming it and were younger than they are still living off their parents and probably the government in some form or another. Oh, absolutely. I guarantee they're living off the government. Everybody is. Not everybody, but, you know, I use it figuratively. Hey, we just broke double digits. We're up to 10 degrees right now. Well, we're not. So um, we're still living under the cut. We're still living under our wagon, hoping to build a sod house next spring. With a buffalo robe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you going to meet me in Rapid City this weekend? It's the Dakota Territory Bison event taking place. I'm looking forward to this. Bailey, should we go look, uh, go to the uh, stock show and look at Buffalo? Sure. Sure. Well, How Bailey will be there. How old is Bailey? Um, 10, almost 11. When's your birthday, Bailey? February 3rd. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, like, you're going to be 11 here pretty quick. Yeah. You know what? If you come to Rapid City, we could have a birthday party in Rapid City with the bison. If she shows up, are you going to buy her a steak for her birthday? Yeah, I will. All right, well. Beef beef and or, or bison steak, either one. Or lamb chop. It doesn't matter. And, we're, Bailey, we're going to do fractions because we're going to count the number of feet and then – wait a minute. Buffalo don't have feet. We're going to count the number of hooves, and then we're going to divide by four and figure out how many bison are present. You think that's a good idea? Sure. That, yeah, yeah. I think it's complicated, <laughs> like fractions. I pity this girl when she gets into algebra. Hey, wait till she starts learning Chicago math. Yeah, well, I'm a firm believer in this algebra thing. I mean, fractions, okay. I, I know we need that. You know, when you divide up a pie, you need fra- fractions or else somebody's going to get a bigger piece of the pie. I mean, and I want my fair share of Juneberry pie. Isn't but, that isn't that really the core of the problem? Everybody wants their fair share of the pie. Only what I buy. I only want the pie that I buy. Bailey has put you into some sort of a rhythm. I'm going to let you cool off and take a break. Unbelievably, we are already at that first juncture. Wanted to say it's going to be a big week in the Wall of Honor. The Wall of Honor is on display for the next 30 days at the North Dakota State Capitol. I had a fantastic time. Dave Wheeler did a wonderful job lining out what is taking place in the Capitol and Larry Ballou, Vietnam veteran, he will be on here Friday. And Trent on the Loose, both. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be fantastic. Get more details about the Wall of Honor and saying thank you to those heroes that Marty was talking about earlier at the org. And I had the opportunity to spend some time with Kayla Coe. That's always a pleasure. She was on here Thursday. 
800 years of coal left. That's all that's left, folks. We better figure out what we're going to do. In like 850 years, we're going to be in trouble. More details about the people that make Lignite energy and turn it into electricity for you on the web, Lignite.com. More Bailey, Marty, and Trent on a Monday. It's Marty and Bailey on a Monday. It has a ring to it. More after this. Welcome back. Dakota Territory, the journey Dakota Trails and Tales. Marty, on Monday, he's here, but we've got Bailey, the star of the show today. Bailey, are your, are your parents at all worried about what kind of influence your Uncle Marty might be on you while they're letting him hang with you, like bad habits and stuff? I don't think so. <laughs> Does he take you coon hunting? Yeah. Is that fun? Yeah. What's your favorite dog? Um, Puck. Puck. Everybody likes Puck. Huck. Puck or Huck? Tuck. Puck. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you don't learn any bad habits because there's just no way you should be hanging with Marty if you're learning bad habits. Is he a good uncle? Yeah. We do cowboy stuff, too. That's cool. Are you a good cowboy? Why you hesitate? I don't know. I don't know either. I got a feeling you're a really good cowboy. You know the best cowboys are boys at all. She identifies as a cowgirl, Trent. Yeah. You know that all (laughs) the best cowboys aren't girls at all. I didn't say that right. The best cowboys aren't cowboys at all. Marty, we got to talk about something else because it was a topic of discussion last week. You asked me about earlier today. Go ahead and ask me again. Um, uh, egg factory burnt down. Well, that's fine. We can talk about that. Hill and Dale had a mysterious fire on Saturday. And uh, I have been told that, by the way, Hill and Dale is the third largest egg producer in the country. They are, this particular farm is in Connecticut, although all of their farms are not in Connecticut. One year ago, there were 327 million egg-laying hens in the United States, nearly one for every person. And today, there are 312 million laying hens. That could be a problem. Do you have your egg supply secure? I do. And let me tell you, I I am going to take extra good care of my hens. Uh, I've been bringing them warm water every day. And uh, I've been giving them their fair share of maggots. I got frozen maggots I give them. And uh, I've even been grinding up some um, meat and fat to give them their extra protein along with their uh, hand grind corn. But the bone grinder I bought didn't didn't quite work out for grinding bones the way I wanted it. So I've been grinding corn for them. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take special care. I mean, I'm going to have to... Uh, limp these uh, old hens into uh, another six months of uh, laying time here. So I spent some time on across the pond this morning, which I know is where you got the idea to talk about eggs to begin with. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were talking about California, zero caged egg, egg layers now. They had stupidity rain over the day. And the average egg price in California per dozen Per dozen, seven dollars and sixty cents per dozen. And while that is significantly higher than it should be, the national average is roughly four dollars and fifty cents if the USDA is accurate, which is 
obviously, as everybody knows, twice of what it was. But if you break that down and you do $4 divided by 12, what, what's that equate to? Like 30 I, cents. I, I don't know fractions, so I can't answer that. <laughs> Bailey, <laughs> what's 4 divided by 12? <laughs> 30. When, hey, see, <laughs> she, we got a, a nearly 11-year-old making you look bad in math. It's 0.3, spot on. So you could take an eight-year-old and make me look bad with math. <laughs> so the moral of the story is that one egg costs 30 cents. Two eggs at double the cost of what they were a year ago on not California averages, national averages, $4.50. There's still 60 cents for breakfast if you have two, almost a dollar if you have three. What do people pay for the average cup of coffee? I just paid $2.28 for a gas station coffee the other day. That's twice as much as the eggs at the current prices. So That's crazy. It's, it's speaking to your point, which we talked about earlier, is that so many of the sacrifices that our founding fathers, I'm talking about pioneers, our fathers a generation or two ago have made, we're, we're trying to screw it up, and we don't understand how good we actually have it. Well, I think you're right. Now that I gave it away that I've got laying hens, I just want to make it really clear <laughs> that I will protect my laying hens with my God-given Second Amendment rights mm -hmm. to the death. So uh, any sneaky snakes try to come along, and I don't care if they're uh, human thieves or raccoons or coyotes or fox. They're going to deal with the wrath of my Second Amendment rights. That's well said. Uh, and completely lost where I was going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Yeah. No, here's where I was going to go. I had a friend. Actually, it's a professor at a land-grant university call me and say, Trent, you need to research this. I'm seeing on TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok. I know that you are. Uh, people are saying that their hens have stopped laying since September. And I'm like, no, this is just a normal shorter exactly. daylight hours. This, this is just a normal thing. No, Trent, no, there's, there's not a, they're not laying eggs and they stopped buying chicken feed. They bought goat feed. Now they're laying again. I haven't found anybody with that problem. I put out the, the, a request this morning. I said, if you have laying hens, I want to hear from you. I've heard from a half a dozen people today, and they said, my eggs or my eggs are coming, including my mother-in-law. I went in to her chicken house. I was in her chicken coop, and I said, are you having any trouble? She said, no, just they're really doing good for this time of year. I think I don't even know what to believe anymore. Well, Trent, I, and I mean, that that could be true. These people's hands could be slowing down. But like you said before, it's that time of year. And if hands don't get warm water and extra light, you, I have a light and a timer in there and they need a little bit of warmth. And that light, it, it, it tricks their brains into keep laying. And, and if you're not an experienced um, egg grower or part-time egg grower like myself, you don't know that, and if you're a beginner, your your hens will will slow down. That's for sure. And if you're thinking you could come by Marty's chicken coop at night, folks, he's sleeping in there with a sleeping bag. He's sleeping with the hens. A to Z, no GPS technology on a journey we call Dakota Trails and Tales. Bailey, any final words of wisdom? Uh, no. 
I'm rubbing off on her. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs>